Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. And of course, for the month of November, it is just me, Stephen, again, holding down the fort because, of course, uh, Paige and I, we had our baby about a month and a half-ish ago, I guess like six weeks ago now, um, when this show comes out. So yeah, six weeks ago when this show came out. Um, and uh, she's still like not trying to record and stay up late and, and do stuff like that, which I totally understand. So I'd rather hold my son too and hang out um, with him. But I, I really want to keep this thing going, keep uh, keep episodes rolling out. So while she's sleeping, I am recording and I'm really excited to be joined um, with uh, the Jungle Cruiser or Corey or uh, the host of All Aboard podcast, literally whatever you know him by, that's who I'm speaking with today. Um, we're a little bit late, like a week late because Halloween was last week, but we're still going to talk about some spooky stuff. We're going to go over, um, some stuff about the haunted mansion. We're going to talk about, uh, the movie, the ride, the overlay, just stuff like that. And just kind of geek out on our favorite things, Disney and haunted mansion related. Um, so without further ado, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm super excited to have you. Oh, I think, thank you for inviting me. And it's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you. So I just have to start off by saying that we did your March, ma uh, March madness bracket back uh it was like mid-march right right, and, right uh, yeah. we were super excited because we came in your semifinals against rope drop radio and we lost uh quite decisively <laughs> but it was exciting i didn't really know like our show came out in march of 2022 and so it was still kind of like a new show it was like a year old yeah. right now we're pushing like a year and a half um but even just being a year old uh to get all that support and to kind of like make it to those semifinals was a lot of fun in that pod battle you did so i was really super excited to be included in that and it was a lot of fun but uh yeah waltz apartment was a um they were a uh, a worthy a worthy uh, <laughs> winner so it was, it was a lot of fun it was really cool yeah 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 that that, that idea came to me with uh i i was i i followed this uh it's, it's called podcasters of instagram and i follow that page and the guy who runs that, so obviously the idea didn't come to me. I just kind of stole his idea. Like, we but, all do that. It's fine. Yeah, so he had this. He's like, you want to be part of a, a podcast battle? So it was like, in general, I'm like, cool, yeah, mm -hmm. I'll submit me. No, no problem. Uh, we didn't get past the first round, so we, yeah. we got knocked out. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I decided we were going on a little bit of a, hiat a hiatus like for four months mm -hmm. while my other co-host, he was a football coach. I was like, okay, I kind of want to stay relevant and be still doing things, even though we're not recording. So I thought, let me take this guy's idea and let's do a Disney only podcast yeah. battle. Um, so I'm actually going to do it again this March. It's coming March. I'm going to just yes. do it every year. We'll, we'll want to be a part of it for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so what we did is. Uh, you didn't mention it, but our show all aboard the Disneyland Railroad is kind of, it came to an end. We had mm -hmm. uh, our last episode in August, uh, but we are going to come out with a new show and it's going to be called Beyond the Railroad. And okay. That's, it's going to feature movies and attractions, kind of what we're doing tonight. Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of just doing it that way once a month because it is so hard for you know me to get on the mic every two weeks, every week, like most podcasts yeah, do. It's super hard. <laughs> I just cannot do it. Yeah. Uh, so once a month is is going to be good, I think, for me. And what I'm going to do is run the podcast battle, the Disney pod battle through the new Instagram. So look for that. Ooh, that's a know, good way to get followers, too. Right. It, it really Smart. is. Yeah, it is. And it's a lot of fun on my end to like, and I'm, I'm not even like that good with uh, Adobe Premiere, but I was messing around with it, making little graphics here and there, trying to change it up between mm -hmm. each battle so that I can put it onto Instagram. And yeah, you know, all you do is vote. That's all it is. There's nothing. You don't got to do anything except, you know, hey, share with your followers. Hey, come vote for me. And, yeah. you know, just whoever has the most votes at the end of the day, because it's a 24 hour story. Yep. Moves on to the next round. And 
No, it's really, really fun. It's about a week long it takes with, with 16 teams, give or yeah. take. So what happens when you win? Obviously, I wouldn't know because we didn't. But is it just kind of <laughs> like the 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 bragging rights, the cloud of it all? Or is there just something, mostly, something or? Yeah, mostly that. And I, you know, I do a lot of sublimation items like coffee mugs, license plates, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I let the winners kind of choose. Do you want a mug? You want a coaster? You know, license cool. plates? You know, that's what they yeah. I've been making and I just recently got a 3D printer. So Ooh, you should do like some... a 3D printed like tiki mugs or something like that. They have I don't those, know how well actually. they would hold them, but that'd be, that'd be I I have seen one of those and I was gonna try and make one just yeah to see if it holds it's more yeah. for decoration, <laughs> yeah, but right, they, they right. do have them, the Trader Sam's ones. Yeah. So, exactly. Know. That's super cool. <laughs> um so I, I I have to kind of expose a little bit of my ignorance here because um i'm not as familiar i mean i i, I listened to the, your show and especially mm-hmm. like when we jumped on and 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 we're in that battle and stuff i was kind of checking it out here and there and stuff but obviously like my time is extraordinarily um limited <laughs> and so i don't really have as much time to listen to as many podcasts as i would like and if i did listen to all of our disney friends podcasts i would just never have time for anything um exactly. but what was it uh so you told me you're like your new one um they're going to be doing um, beyond the railroad is going to be a little bit more kind of specific about like um well it sounds like beyond the railroad is kind of outside the parks even in a way so like you said like movies, you know, and, and the only thing that's that. outside the parks really is going to be movies so okay uh the old the older show was uh it was just a disneyland attraction so whether it was restaurants rides um restaurants so yeah. each episode we would get on the railroad and we would take it to a different part of the disneyland resort talk about it and then park the railroad back on Main Street until the next episode. Um, so this one's going to be more. Cool. We're going to start off with the ones that were fr- attractions first, then turned movie, uh, and then kind of go from there. Because a lot of the attractions were movies anyway. So yeah, uh, we'll get into all those later. So it'll be the first nine or ten. I think there's nine or ten. I forget which one it is mm-hmm. that were attractions first, then turned movie. Yeah. So we'll do that and kind of like I said, beyond the railroad. So we're going to be on the railroad, but then also take it outside and talk about movies that have to do with that attraction so it's just it's in this in the pre-production early stage i don't really know how it's going to go but i mean uh-huh. i i definitely love podcasting it's just yeah like you said your time is limited mm-hmm. and no pun intended with the railroad but it's still uh, <laughs> i, I want to do it i just needed to take a break you know yeah i get that i totally get that i mean like when Paige and i started the show it was um a big part of what we were doing was just trying to do something that we thought was fun. Like we like going to Disney, but I, I wouldn't call us Disney adults by any stretch of the imagination, primarily because we only go like maybe once a year, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, we're not those people that are there every day, like waiting in lines for everything all the time. Um, but we really enjoy it and it's fun and the community's interesting and exciting. So, um, you know, for us, it's like, we just kind of started off with chit chatting about whatever, doing like this or that, you know, trivia quiz stuff and it just sort of evolved over time into like more history of the parks and history of different areas like we just wrapped up like last month the world showcase series where we had like 13 episodes and a lot of amazing guests on it and stuff so um yeah that's really cool i feel like everyone kind of has their own niche and it's it's a lot of fun to see what people do and 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 to kind of get an idea of you know like what works for them and 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 bringing in kind of all different angles of fandom for like whether it's disney parks or films or restaurants or whatever um, as opposed to just like news, you know, <laughs> like a news ticker show, because um, there's so much else that you can talk about and 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 bring in. It's just it's a lot of fun. I'm big. On, I'm big on the no no news thing because it's like oh, I still want gosh, the show yeah. to be relevant in ten years. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that news was happening ten years ago. I don't. That doesn't. Make yeah. Sense. You, we <laughs> we did a series on like D23 at one point, and it was just it was fine. But then at one like one we wrapped up one of the episodes. We both looked at each other and we're like, was that good? Like, was that anything? Or was that just like nothing? <laughs> 
um because it was just like a response thing and i'm like we might as well just have a youtube channel if we're gonna do that so speaking of um rides that were turned into movies um i've been wanting to talk with somebody about the haunted mansion film since i saw it now i i did see it for the first time on disney plus like recently okay um because i, I just didn't get to see it in theaters um you know it was it was either that or oppenheimer or barbie and I chose Oppenheimer, my wife chose Barbie, and neither one of us chose Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of, uh, because of like how things were with us, we just each individually went to our own thing and, and yeah. sort of divided and conquered. Um, but yeah, I finally saw it. And, um, I, you know, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, it was it was directed by Justin Simeon, who's actually, you know, he's a really, really good director. He's done like Dear White People and Bad Hair and, and, and Queer for Fear and all these other kind of like, um, you know, either smaller films or, or TV shows or whatever. Um, but you know, Haunted Mansion was kind of his first like big breakout. I feel like really big mainstream kind of, kind of, uh, vehicle that he did. Um, and it definitely got mixed reactions. I mean, I'm looking at like a 6.1 on IMDb and then a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but the audience score is like a 75%. So it really went over pretty well um with audiences but a lot of the critics like didn't love it and we're talking of course about the one with jared leto and rosario dawson and lakeith uh, stanfield and tiffany haddish and owen wilson and all them um what were your thoughts on it um i'm assuming you saw it of course yeah yeah i actually did get to see it in, in theaters i i we rarely go to the theaters these days and uh it was date night my wife and i was date night we didn't take the kids and kind of glad we didn't because there were some parts in there not for me or anything that i know would have probably scared the kids yeah um so I, overall, I did like it. I was kind of waiting for it, and I had, I don't know, mid to high expectations, only because it's Disney. I liked the mm -hmm. Jungle Cruise that they had just put out a yeah. couple years prior. Um, and like you said, mixed reviews. People I talk to and people that I know are like Disney, I don't know, when I say historians or, or Disney adults, mm -hmm. say they didn't like <laughs> it. And they didn't like Jungle Cruise either. And I'm like, well, I liked, they're both... Um, I, I liked the action. I like the. I'm, I'm a big sound guy, so they, the sounds were great. Mm -hmm. uh, story was was great, but yeah, like you said, you said Jared Leto earlier. His character, um, I guess that could have been just been any old buddy playing that character. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he was like kind of hyped as if he was going to be like a. I mean, I guess he was kind of a big part of the movie, but not as big as like I was thinking anyway. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Overall, story was great. The look was great. The sound was great. Um, just overall and i really what i really loved is the the the, the attraction tie-ins mm -hmm. they, they, i don't even know how many there were i noticed a few for sure oh, there were so they, many yeah yeah <clears throat> there were so many like the the biggest one that stood out to me was how obviously the first house you know looked so much like the disneyland version and then went and then some of the details are a little foggy but when they went to the second home to go you know i think they had to like go find his his hat or something, whatever they had to go get. Right, um, right, right. That was very clearly the the um, haunted mansion in, in Magic Kingdom. So, I mean, that was just like one of so many. I mean, you had some that were like really glaring, like the Hatbox Ghost, um, the the Hitchhiking Ghost, the Bride. Um, you know, obviously like Madame Leota, of course. Matt, um, exactly. The stretching room stuff like that. But um, that was a cool scene. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of cool scenes in it that I felt like were really kind of made it you know a, a a real good like like a really good movie that had nods to the ride and that brought out a lot of you know disney nostalgia without being too obnoxious about it right um and i agree with you like 
it wasn't like my all-time favorite film. Like I wouldn't, I, I certainly wouldn't go back and, and say like I would watch it over and over again. And it's you know my top four. <laughs> um, but you know, I I would say that for what it was, it was good. It was well done. It was it was definitely scarier for kids, I'm sure, than I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Um, because like I'm comparing it to the first Haunted Mansion film with Eddie. <laughs> exactly. Which you too. I, I, I felt like it was just such a tragedy that film. Um yeah. <laughs> in almost every way. I think even though I, I love Eddie Murphy, it's it was just not a great movie. I'm the same. Eddie Murphy's great, but he's it's uh, because obviously he was Donkey and Shrek and then uh, way before he did other things. But yeah. <laughs> um, with that one, I don't know if it is. It, did it come out too close to Pirates of the Caribbean? Because <laughs> that oh, would set man. the bar a, so high. That is a really good question. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So it came out in 2003. And then um, Pirates of the Caribbean came out in 2003. Yeah. So Curse right. of the Black Pearl. Um, and, uh, so November 26th was, was, um, Haunted Mansion. And then June 28th was, um, was, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So you're kind of like contrasting between a huge summer hit. Like I actually very clearly remember going to see Pirates of the Caribbean with my dad and, uh, some friends like back when, um, when midnight premieres were a thing, like mm -hmm. now they don't do that anymore. Now they have like seven o'clock Thursday shows, but when you actually like had to go at midnight on Friday, um, or like, I guess if you want to swing at like midnight on Thursday or whatever exactly. you have to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you would like go see it at midnight. And that was kind of the whole thing. Um, I went to go see it at that period of time. And yeah, it was like the huge summer, you know, major hit. And then, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> the Haunted Mansion in 2003, I mean, gosh, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, 72% <laughs> of people liked it, apparently, according to Google users. But it was kind of like this, you know, Thanksgiving release flop. Um, you know, directed by Rob Minkoff, who did P Mr. Peabody and Sherman, you know, Stuart Little, Stuart Little 2. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's kind of has like strange filmography under his belt. Um, but I don't know. I, I've only seen that movie once or twice, and I just was not, certainly not my cup of tea. <laughs> right, yeah. And I actually worked at a movie theater when Pirates came out. So the, for the whole midnight thing, it was a whole, like, it was actually a fun experience working those midnights. Oh, yeah. Whereas I don't remember if Haunted Mansion had one. And if they did, it doesn't ring a bell as I was there at midnight and, you know, crowd control type, <laughs> type, you know, shifts that we have to work that, that late. But yeah, Pirates definitely, I think, I think it came out too close. I don't know. Yeah, it had to have. And I mean, Pirates is like such a, a masterful film for its time. You know, I mean, I was never like, I, I, I remember when it came out, I really, really liked it a lot. Um, the other ones like I kind of take or leave. I never really, you know, have thought much about them after the fact. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were just so masterful in the way they in the way they were done, the storytelling, kind of the um, they did some like nods to to the ride and 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 some things like Easter eggs and such. But you know, overall, it was kind of like its own world building. Whereas with Haunted Mansion, I think both with 20, 2003 and twenty twenty three. There wasn't really as much world building as much as it was kind of like this is the set and like this is what we're going to go into um, because you can't really do too much of it beyond, you know, having everyone live inside of this mansion. That's the right. Whole, like, <laughs> that's like the whole thing. It's that's the set piece. Yeah. Know? I thought of another another nod to the to the attraction was that Omni Mover that I don't think Danny DeVito was on that, that chair that kind of yeah. represented the, the Omni Mover. Yeah, I think Danny DeVito was a funny addition to that film um i'm a, such a big fan of his uh, i mean he kind of just played his quirky old weird <laughs> self but yeah i thought overall it was you know that was that was pretty cool um man they, i mean i'm trying to even see like how many <laughs> like how many easter eggs there actually were because there's just like I, I feel like if i get into it i'm just gonna like go down this total rabbit hole um 
And I kind of want to, not right now, but I kind of want to do that actually to see, oh, I didn't even notice that. I, I definitely would watch it again. And if I know yeah. that there's way more, I'm sure there's way more than I even noticed. That's why they're Easter eggs. You don't, I don't, I'm not a big uh, person who notices every one of them right away. I'll have to watch it a few mm-hmm. times, but, and I'll definitely do that again. If I, oh, let me check out the, this 15 Easter eggs or how many there are. I think I noticed like three or four. I don't even, yeah. way more than that. So. Yeah, I mean, again, I there's there's only like, I mean, I'm looking at a vulture.com article, and I just feel like if I like, I would have to actually read and do it to, <laughs> yeah. to pull things, and maybe I should have done more research, but also I have a one month old, so what, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, I did feel like you know the cast. So I thought the first part was was really interesting because like, um, it, it started off with kind of. You know the the giving the guy when when um Ben Mathias or Lakeith Stanfield was giving the you know the tour of of New Orleans and and kind of being um a real stick in the mud about hauntings and stuff and then we kind of learned spoilers by the way for people who haven't seen it um yeah. <laughs> but we kind of find out you know that his um fiance or wife I don't remember if they ever got ended up getting married but she died and he felt like all this tremendous weight of guilt for it and so it kind of like went into all of his um you know sort of falling back into a depression and and even though he was interested in like communication with the afterlife and the beyond he he, he was very kind of closed off to it because he didn't really want to i guess because it didn't work for him so he didn't really want to admit that it was something that he was after um you know but but i felt like i did feel like in that regard like it was much better um and I'm, I'm really not trying to knock on the, the 2003, but it was much better storytelling than just like a dad who works too much and who needs to learn a lesson on how to like spend time with his children. Um, because that's like every movie from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, where, you know, it's it's all the same storyline. It's just like a new vehicle of teaching the dads how to like actually pay attention to their children and not be on their phone the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot that was even the plot to that one, to the first one. Yeah, he like buys him a house or I don't remember exactly. It's like, oh no, they're realtors, I think. And so he's like all about like trying to make the next deal and sell the houses and stuff. Oh, okay. And so he ends up they're going on a family vacation. Um, I've only seen this movie once, by the way, the 2003 movie. And uh, my wife wanted me to watch it. So that's how I ended up seeing it. But he takes his family on a vacation. In the meantime, he stops into this house. He's going to sell it. And um, that's kind of how all the hijinks sort of take off and 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 end up going that that direction. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> the storytelling in the 2023 one was definitely much more captivating, I think. Um, and I'm such a big fan of like, you know, Rosario Dawson. You know, she's, of course, was like Ahsoka. And in, in did you watch that, by the way, Ahsoka at all? Or are you into I, that? Or? I didn't watch Ahsoka. No, mm-hmm. but I did. And I still I have to catch up. It's one of those things where you mentioned earlier, like there's the time is limited. I, I definitely yeah. watched the first two seasons of uh, The Mandalorian. I mm-hmm. haven't seen Book of Boba Fett or even the fourth season or third season of mando i have not seen those yet okay i i will eventually get to those i have nothing i just don't yeah i hear you you know i totally hear you that's why you know i know and i I appreciate you like you being flexible for this too because i was like i can't do it tonight can't do it it's i'm like i want to do it i don't want to be that guy who's always canceling but there is a legit like i just can't um, i get it but i 100 i 100 and if you need to bail halfway through (laughs) no i'm not not. it's a uh, no, it's all good tonight. I was, I told the wife, I was like, Hey, I'm going to record tonight and, you know, please put the kids to bed, you know, after dinner and all that. Go. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to do that. And, and I'm, in, I'm in Arizona. I know you're in Baltimore. So it's the three hour difference okay, cool. until tomorrow. <laughs> the daylight savings time kicks in yeah. for you guys. So. Yeah. My wife was telling me like daylight savings doesn't matter anymore because we have kids. So it's like every night's a bad night of sleep. 
I honestly don't um, think it matters as it is personally. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> like, like stick to two hours. Uh, so our California and, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're full East, right? Baltimore's you're three hours. Full East. Yeah. So we're that three hour kind of difference. So yeah. it's, but I mean, I stay up late anyway, so it doesn't really never right. has made a difference for me as far as, you know, recording goes. I prefer to stay up late to do stuff like this anyway. Cause then it's like, everything's put away. The dishes are done. The dogs have gone to the bathroom. Like everyone's settled and I can just like <laughs> actually think about it. And then afterward I can record, like edit it and do whatever I need to do. And that's what it is. You know, it works out really well for me actually. Especially well, when you have kids. Yeah. It's oh like, my gosh. Yeah. 100%. Anytime I wanted to go do something, I'm like, oh, I know it's midnight, but I'm still fixing my car or whatever it is. I, I remember one time that was a specific thing. I was like, it's mm -hmm. midnight, but this is the only time I get to do what I'm about to do. And I needed the light. It was a weird, I felt weird doing it, but I was like, I can't do this any other time. <laughs> Yeah, no, it makes sense. That's 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 me all the time. Like I, yeah, that's me all the time. <laughs> um, so let's talk. Let's talk about this because I mean, the movie is like we're not. I'm not like a movie um, review podcast, so I'm I'm right. super happy to bounce around wherever. Um, are you? Does your family like go to Disney often? I'm assuming that Disneyland, of course, would be your home park in this situation, being in Arizona. Correct. Yeah. Um, like you, like you said, you mentioned earlier, I'm not a Disney adult either, even though we do these mm -hmm. podcasts, it might seem like we are. So in the office, I'm the Disney SME, if you will. But when I look at some of these Instagram pages, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm nothing. But yeah, um, exactly. once a year, give or take, uh, mm -hmm. we didn't do the family trip this year. However, I did get to go to Adventureland Day in March solo from the family. And I'm going <laughs> to school. You know, I'll go again in March this this next year. Mm -hmm. uh, we are planning. Well, we, we're in the beginning stages of planning because the, the tickets for children, at least at Disneyland, I don't know if it's both Disney World and Disneyland, are fifty dollars for the day for one park. Whoa! Um, so we're gonna try and do that uh, one of the days at Disneyland, and then another day Legoland or something like that. So that's already that's in like the, the pre stages yeah, cool. of, of of planning for uh, early next year because mm -hmm. you can't use them until January. Uh, so yeah, we, we get to go, we probably get to go once a year or once every year and a half as a family. So not yeah. all that often. We're about six hours away driving. Mm -hmm. So that's actually, so I grew up in, um, in the San Francisco area. So I was about the same, about six, seven hours away mm -hmm. North instead of, you know, going right. out West. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's weird. We're not actually not going, uh, so 2023 where we were not going at all, um, because, uh, we just weren't able to do it. Like we got, you know, we were expecting our second baby and then we, we actually went for our baby moon on our first uh, child in 2021. We went okay. and it was just a miserable experience for oh. me, especially <laughs> because she was like pregnant and tired. And it was just, you know, even if you're trying to relax, you still have to do so much. You know, right. we just went to two parks and we tried to keep it kind of easy, but it just was it was just next to impossible to even pull off. So we ended up not going this year and uh we're not going to go next year until december so oh, okay. it's going to be like almost two years two uh, like two years and two months since we go which is kind of a, a long stretch for us but we're also in that like early family period so it's it's forgivable right yeah it definitely is um i think i'm trying to think if i missed the only time i ever missed like a full calendar year was the covid years covid year and some change yeah. when, all the, when the when the park was closed but we definitely like you said we went my wife was pregnant and mm -hmm. uh she didn't get to do much so i yeah it's a shame i, isn't it? I don't want to say i had to but i had to write everything with my daughter i loved it by the way so not saying yeah i have to do this no i was awesome felt bad for my wife because she couldn't ride much so when it came time to exactly it exactly right after the the twins were born mm -hmm. i uh we left them with you know her sister for a couple of days we took our daughter and i said mm -hmm. go on whatever you want if you want to do some solo rides with her 
I'm yeah, all for you it, you know. And she didn't really want to. She wanted. To, we all wanted. To, went on a family as a family on these attractions, but it was like it was yeah. such, so much more fun taking your kids than I ever imagined. It was it's awesome taking the kids to Disneyland. I'm yeah. I I, I totally agree with you. I'm. We took our daughter when she was like nine to ten months old for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um. So we actually were fortunate enough that we didn't actually miss the COVID year because we went January in 2020 to Disneyland together. Um, cause I would really wanted to go see Gar- um, galaxy's edge. We did that. Right, right. And then we went in 2021 for our baby moon. And then we went in 2022 with our daughter. Um, and she was really little, like she was like nine months old, but it was a blast. I mean, it was different and there was things about it that were more tiring and more challenging, but overall it was just like an experience that, you know, you just can't duplicate it. It's Going yeah. with kids is just so much fun. And they, occur, I mean, even though she was so little, her face and everything was just like so magical, like being able to experience it with her and through her. So definitely going next year is going to be a whole, um, you know, an entirely different sort of experience because we'll have a three-year-old and a one-ish year old. Right, right. One, one, one and a quarter year old. <laughs> um, so it'll definitely be really nice to be able to, you know, take them for that and and kind of see that experience through, especially like my um, my daughter who will be three at the time and will be like super like all in into it at that, at that point and i think uh, one of the best things was and it, it'll probably happen for you as well as when they measure and i think it's like 32 inches for something it was like one of the luigi's rocking cars when she yeah. was able to go on that and she looked at my face and we like high five she's three and yeah. she knew i'm able to go on this let's uh, let's go right. and she was so excited to to, to be on that one yeah so. <laughs> for sure that's super cool. This episode of the Parks Academy is brought to you by DeepCut. DeepCut are makers and purveyors of some of the most incredible record displays and accessories on the market today. Right now, you can check out their pre-sale of their floating record player table. It's the perfect home for your record player setup. This wall-mounted table features a clean look free of messy wires, the beauty of natural hardwood, vibration-dampening design for a better sound and the small footprint, suitable for any space. Every last detail is considered in the design. Every component is best in breed. From the thick hardwood slab, to the hand-welded brackets, to the powder-coated metal cable management cubby. This is form meets function in the most satisfying way. It's the premium record player shelf that your system deserves. We love these guys, and we cannot say enough about how great their quality uh, stuff is. You can get 10% off your first order with DeepCut using the code TPA10 at checkout. Check out deepcut.co, and again, use that code TPA10 at checkout. Thank you so much to DeepCut for sponsoring the Parks Academy and being part of our show. We really appreciate you guys, and we cannot get enough of your stuff. And now, back to the show. Um, so that's cool. So you guys try to make it down once a year. Yep. Make it um, is there, what's like your favorite, uh, do you have like a favorite attraction? That's like a yep. must do for you. Personally, I do. It's, uh, the jungle cruise. Okay. Uh, there's because the, the course, experience the jungle cruiser, is, of course, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm very into that. Like Tiki. Uh, and I'm not, and I'm not a tiki person. I don't live my life that way. I like yeah. to go to the tiki bars. I like to go to Adventureland Day. And if I can, I haven't been to one. Uh-huh. Uh, sort of. I sort of have been to one, but not not for the weekend. It's the Tiki Oasis. I actually got invited to go listen to uh, the Skipper Marley speak at the, the one in Scottsdale. So, <clears throat> which is about a half hour from my house, give or take. 
um just jungle cruises it's, it's a different experience every single time you know you yeah. got a different ex- different skipper it could be really really good or it could be like eh, i don't know i've heard right, those jokes right. and there was nothing new but it's still the sound of it the smell of it even though it's i mean i love it uh, yeah i know it's great um i haven't been on it in a long time like the last two trips i've gone i've skipped it and i don't know why but probably because you're it's a not skipper my favorite I'm a, <laughs> I'm a straight up skipper <laughs> um but uh, no it's good that's really good um what about like uh you've, i'm assuming have you been to disney world before i did i got to go in uh december of 21 okay uh, it was a work trip so i i i i work at a bank and my clients are all in florida oh interesting so, <clears throat> yeah they flew me out there I was there for sunday to friday uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with doing work stuff, you know, going around to different places, uh, parts of Florida, visiting yeah. clients. Right, right. And on that Thursday, they were going to surprise me with like a, you know, something. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the sales reps actually, you know, took me to Disney World for, we got to go to two of the four parks. It was just a one day okay. thing, which okay. was amazing. Got yep. to go to uh, Epcot and then Magic Kingdom. Okay. So yeah, that was a, that was cool. I got to go on the, I went on Jungle Cruise for sure at, at, <laughs> at Magic Kingdom. That was yeah. fun. You know, so, so I did. Yeah. So I've only been for one day, two parks all together. So not the, I did not get the full, you know, world experience. Yeah. I mean, that, ha- it, that happens. Um, <laughs> that'll definitely happen, but cause it's, it's like, there's so much more to do there when you're, you know, when you go to that park, it's so much bigger and just so much more like aggressive <laughs> in your face and stuff. Um, but that's really cool. Did you go on Haunted Mansion when you were in Magic Kingdom? No, I only went on, let's see, we went on Big Thunder Mountain. I think that's what it's called there too. Uh, mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise and I think Space Mountain. So we had, we were like very limited on the time there. We had to, we, we had, we headed back to Epcot to ride the Ratatouille. So we only went on three attractions while I was there. Okay. That's totally cool. Um, yeah. So I guess, you know, one of the things that you are fortunate about, you know, living, um, living like closer to Disneyland as, as opposed to um, Disney world is that you get to experience the um, nightmare before Christmas overlay on the haunted mansion, which I feel like, you know, if people haven't experienced like people in Florida just don't know if they haven't been, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's such a cool, I, I it, to me, it's like, it almost outshines the original ride to me. I'm such a big, like, I, I really love that film. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, like like Nightmare Before Christmas to me is just like one of those kind of quintessential, yeah. In between, you know, in between Halloween, in between Christmas films, you just kind of have to watch and, um, you know, like being directed by Henry Selick and and you know, kind of one of those like real leap forwards and and stop motion animation. It's just so much fun to see it. I feel like you know on um on that ride. So is that are you, are you a fan? Are you a fan of that? Is that something that you like, are into? Cool. I am a fan of that. The Disney uh, they. They it's for longer now, so it's the, the yeah. Halloween season starts September first now, That's so and then insane. you know they do all the Halloween <laughs> up until October thirty first. But that ride yeah. overlays lasts goes to like mid January, yeah, mid January, yeah. I think. Yep. Yeah, no, the experience is awesome. The 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 outside of it, just like the way mm-hmm. they they bring that to life with the music and all the decorations, and you know Jack just you know walking around. It's yeah, that whole area is just it's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. I, I love too how they do that, like that Disney, like the um, gingerbread house, like every single year they added mm-hmm. a new one. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. Um, I think that's just super fun that they do that, and it's um, I, I, it's almost something where I almost wish they could bring that over to, um, to Magic Kingdom because like now living in 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 Baltimore, Magic Kingdom's kind of like 
by default my home park because that's the one like if we want to go right it's a lot easier for us to fly down to florida than it is to fly all the way across the country and get tickets to go to disney world or disneyland mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's it's really cool i just wish that you know i, I sort of do wish that they were able to like bring it you know across across the country because I, I think that a lot of people would really appreciate it um but i'm just uh you know i'm not really sure why they wouldn't do that but it's, it's yeah I, I don't know why fun. they didn't did you ever? They, I know they do a gingerbread house every year at the uh, Grand Floridian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen decorating Disney on on uh, yeah. Disney Plus? We, my wife likes. We watch it every year. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's crazy how they do. At least for, I mean, at least for Disneyland. I know they have the Disney World over there too. The uh, decorations come out that same night. Oh my up, gosh. Up, gone. Halloween's gone. November first. You don't see it. Yeah, I mean, it is like so much work. Yeah. I, I can't. I mean, that's really where it takes that whole like group of people to do it all, but. Yeah, the way they like put it together to decorate is is uh I mean it's like truly a work of art how they how they do it and get everything right and have it all prepared for like I mean I, I don't know. I mean I'm sure that the backstage is much bigger than I would imagine and also the resources and people that they have on board of course. are a lot more oh, vast yeah, yeah, and all yeah. the processes in place to actually pull it off. But it I is think they, it's really cool. I think they only showed, you know how when you watch those home makeover shows, they only showed you the outside, uh the tip yeah. of the iceberg, whereas like you know there's a hundred more people working in the back on this one little area. So you don't get to see that in that, uh, at least not the ones I watched. The, the yeah, exactly. Disney. Well, and I don't think unless you're like, you know, really, really in on it that they will ever like show you that aspect. Cause there has right. to be a little bit of mystery behind it. Um, right. Right. You know, for sure. Um, go ahead. What when, did I, you say? When, I, when I, when I went there, I actually, so I, on Tuesday, so after we were done with work, I took an Uber to Disney World. Oh, this is even my first time entering the gates of Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, I went right to Trader Sam's. Went to the Polynesian. Went to Trader Sam's. Yes. And lo- so it just so happened my cousin was in town. And I was like, well, well let's meet up for a drink. Where mm-hmm. do you want to go? And I was like, Disney Springs. I was like, cool. That shouldn't be too far. Man, <laughs> it took me two monorails and two buses. Because yeah, and I'm I'm a grown man. I wasn't lost. <laughs> so like lost in New York, but I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> so. Because uh, it's like you said, it's so much bigger, and that was like an understatement. Because I think it's almost yeah. the size of the city of Anaheim alone. That's oh my just gosh, Disney, yeah, no, Disney it's, World. It's, uh, it's insane. <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah. I think, I think, I think the stat is something along the lines of like fifty full Disneyland's. Yeah, and DCAs could fit inside of all of Disney World property. Um, I mean, it's it's truly remarkable, like just how big and expansive it is. Um, but I, 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 you are not disparaged by me by saying <laughs> that you can get lost. Like we just, I've never driven around there. We've always just take, that's not true. I have driven there once. Um, but, uh, whenever we go, we just stay on property and then we just take the buses or whatever. Cause I'm not trying to like get stressed out by trying to find parking and getting lost and this and that, the other thing there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, there's, there's no judgment from my end on that. <laughs> it's like, I, I'll eventually get to where I need to go. I'm not, you know. But I was going to stop at the, the Grand Floridian to check it out. But I saw the line for the monorail. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop. Because I don't want to get bail. back in this line to go somewhere else. Whereas the Polynesian had no line. So right. I got on the monorail. Like, next one they came, I boarded it. Yeah. The Polynesian's great. I've actually never been to um, Trader Sam's before. I really want to. I just haven't been able to. We just have. It's just never really been. It's like there's so much to freaking do there. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's just never. It's like really high up on our list, but we've just never been able to do it. And last time we were gonna go, um, we last time we went, we wanted to go, but we had our daughter with us, and you can't bring anyone under twenty one. So right, we just right. ended up not. You had to just you know. sit outside, if anything. 
Yeah, we had to just like leave her outside and go in and drink, which feels well, yeah, I'm, yeah, <laughs> feels extraordinarily irresponsible <laughs> for us to do that. Yeah. Oh no! When I went to Trader, I had to sit outside because it was just so. I didn't want to wait an hour and a half to to sit in the bar. I I, I did wander around for a minute, and then I yeah. was like, okay, I'll go sit outside and eat and have a drink or whatever. Um. So, but yeah, sitting inside is amazing. Yeah. So let's just like totally shift gears. Are you like a big? Um. Because we've talked about like tiki mugs and jungle cruise and stuff quite a bit. Are you like a big, um, like tropical tiki mug kind of connoisseur? Or tell me, tell me about that. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I wouldn't say connoisseur, but when I do see these new bugs coming out, you know, like you said, people or these Disney adults that are always there, always getting in the line and getting this. Um, I have luckily gotten a couple of those like specialty mugs, just kind of like knowing people. Yeah. Um, I got, I have like six maybe or something like that, but the specialty ones were like, I got the Jungle Cruise boat. Oh, rad. Yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah, and they're not cheap either. Um, no. Well, especially if you have to like buy them after mark on eBay or something, like you were going to get destroyed with markup. Right, and luckily I didn't have to for that. Yeah. And then I got the monster whale. That I was like, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Plus, I got a crack into a pun. I have like, I guess I have like six of them. Um, so not a connoisseur, but I do kind of now when I go, mm-hmm. I'll get a different one. I'll get a new one. Yeah. You know, you can order a drink and say, hey, I want this mug but yeah. this drink, can you do it? Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. 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 It, you know? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like the, uh, the shrunken head zombie one. Like that's one that I'd be super into if I had to get one. I'll tell um, you that that was the first one I ever got. Is that right? Okay. And, and when you sit at the bar, they do miniature shows. So like if you get, if you get the cracker to a punch, mm-hmm. because you ordered that drink, the window, the lava, the, the volcano will start erupting because you ordered that drink. So it was kind of all about you at that little moment. That's so fun. So I'm seeing all this in the bar and I'm like, man, where is the shrunken zombie head show? I don't get it. I got this specialty mug. Maybe there's not a show. I don't know. But these, my chair was slowly, you know, sinking. And oh, until I was like sitting in this chair and I'm like, oh, I think my chair is broken. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, as I'm sitting there lower, you're, like you're like too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> I was, I was like, maybe, oh, what did I do to this chair? Yeah. And then the skipper behind the bar was like, he's got the curse of the shrunken zombie head. That's I'm like, so there's funny. the show. There it is. Oh, there's man. the stuff. That's so yeah, cool. It was, it was a cool little experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have the, the Congo queen <clears throat> one. That is that the one you're talking about? The jungle. Cruise? I don't know if it's, yeah. It's, Cause I think there was like two or three different versions. Mine's more okay. like the, the brownish one. Cause there was like okay. a, like a yellowish color one. And I don't, maybe there's a third one. Mine's, it has Congo queen on it. And it's like that brown. The, yeah, like the basic that might one. Be the one I'm looking at. It's the you can basic get it one for like a hundred and twenty dollars on eBay right now. Which the, is... Yeah, because I bet you the what I don't know if it was the variant of it. It's more of like a yellow. I think that one's even more. This one's more brown. Yeah, yeah. The, the yellow one, one, I found it, and it's I I lost it now. But yeah, no, it's kind of <laughs> it's crazy. Like there's a Jack Skellington one that's going for like three ninety nine. It's it's people yeah. are people are out of their minds. Um, Luckily, they paid face value for both of those. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And you get a drink, which is like the best. Um, the town that I grew up in, in California, it has a tiki bar out there. And uh, um, Paige and I always make a point of going whenever we're visiting my family who still are, are out in, in the area. Um, and it's just like, it's kind of, I mean, it, you basically get a, you know, this great experience. It's a really mm-hmm. cool tiki bar and uh, great drinks, you know, but like not as expensive because you don't have that Disney markup. Right, yeah um but yeah no it's uh it's it's really fun um it's something that i'd like to get more into like that island lifestyle you know but uh i, I just need to find more tiki bars to go to i suppose yeah there, i know there's a couple in arizona um one of them's called undertow 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how popular that is across the country, but I do know people in California know what that is because when they come to the Tiki Oasis, they talk about that's one of the events. Kind of, it's on your mm-hmm. own. You, you have to drive there. Um, and then there's one. You ever go to Las Vegas? Uh, I have never been to Las Vegas. No, but oddly enough, my in-laws are leaving there tomorrow morning, so maybe they can oh, pick okay. me up something if you give me the name. Yeah, there's a place called yeah the Golden Tiki. Okay, uh, and because I've listened to some other podcasts and you know the other co-host that uh, for my show mm-hmm. talked about it, and I actually because we have you know we have Patreon, um, yeah. we call them we call them our engineers. So yes, yeah, uh, one of the guys lived he lives in Vegas, and we, uh-huh. he, he also said he suggested it. So I was like, hey, hey, I'm gonna be in Vegas. We should meet up for a couple of the drinks. And sure enough, yeah, he he met up with us, and we got okay. to enjoy a couple of the drinks at the uh, Golden Tiki. And it's there you go. There are some Disney ties to it. They have the the, the shrunken heads, uh-huh. and Walt Disney is one of the shrunken heads oh they have in the display. God. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, that place is it, it, it's it, crazy. It has birds at the top, so it's it's you're in Vegas, mind you. So they're mm-hmm. not saying Disney type things, but it looks like the birds <laughs> from the Tiki Room. <laughs> So, that's insane. I need to look yeah. at this Walt's trunket head because that's just the craziest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That yeah, that's that's really really funny. Um, oh, it looks like uh, there's a if I Google the looks, I found a picture of Bob Gurr, the Imagineer, on there. Um, that's really cool. That's that's really 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 cool. On uh, the Golden Tiki, you found Bob Gurr. Yeah, and I just looked up Google. I just looked up the Golden Tiki Walt Disney shrunken head, and he showed up. Okay. I, I heard that Bob Gurr was in there, but I did not, for some reason, did not see him. And I was looking. I the, I went there twice. I went the second time I got to explore more of it. And there was actually this pirate themed room. So it's definitely not a Disney place, but it has like it makes it feels like a Disney place. It kind of like pulls a lot from Disney, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think so. Cool. Especially with the shrunken head. There's definitely that right there. Walt Disney's already already in there. So yeah. Isn't there a um isn't there a um tea, like a Trader Sam's in Disneyland kind of by the Disneyland Hotel? Like mm, it's I, actually I mean, it's, it's 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 in the middle of it. It's in the, it's in the courtyard area. Right, right, right. Disney right, Hotel. Right. Yep. But it's certainly not like as good as the one in the Polynesian, right? Or is it just as good? It's probably I would say it's I mean, I didn't get to sit inside at the Polynesian, so I can't really mm-hmm. compare, but the outside is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I didn't do too much. I really, I went there the one time at Walt Disney World, but I yeah. I do love the one at Disneyland. Uh, whether you're inside or outside, you don't get the little shows, but but you still get outside. like a fun experience of oh of very yeah being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, this is like taking a real left turn into like Tiki Land, and I'm all jacked up on wanting to get something. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's super fun. Um, I, I've also never heard of this like Tiki Oasis thing you're talking about. This it, what is it? I mean, it's like a convention conference like what on earth exactly, is it even exactly that yeah so it's a convention wow. and uh so they do like different events at the pool they do seminars there's merchandise you can buy so it's just a a bunch of people getting together and getting wasted on tiki drinks and just listening to you know i don't even know what the seminars are except i, I did get to go to one his name mm-hmm. is you know, dr skipper marley he wrote the books uh um what were they called Oh man, I can't think what I I have one of the versions of it. It's, it's the it's the Jungle Cruise stories. That's what it's called. Skipper stories. That's what it's Got called. It. Okay. Um, and he actually he he has like this Disney history that ties in with all like tiki stuff. So I got to go listen to him speak. It was about an hour, give or take, on the seminar. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, people just, you know, like I said, just trying different tiki drinks, having pool parties, Jeez. Uh, after parties at people's rooms. And it <laughs> seems like a good old time. I just, that's I, crazy. I'm looking yeah. at the itinerary for the 2023 one that was in San Diego. And like one of the um, seminars was uh, growing a jungle at Disneyland, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, they have like, you know, uh, one by a tiki collector, um, underwater photography lessons, uh, interesting stuff under the sea with disney um yeah it seems cool i'm gonna have to look into this because i have never heard of this before and like i'm recently just so one of the cool things about like me doing this show just like randomly with with page not really you know not being on it and having kind of no agenda but just like we're maybe going to talk about the haunted mansion but maybe not yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i'm learning a ton of crazy stuff that i just didn't know before and this is one of them and, and now i'm like i think my life is going to be all about <laughs> going to a a, a tiki convention yeah, there's one in Arizona and there's one in San Diego. I don't know if they're anywhere else, but the only ones I ever hear of is because I, li- I live in Gilbert, Arizona. So it's the Phoenix metro area still, but okay. Scottsdale is about 25, 30 minutes away. So it's still, I feel like it's my hometown when they come here. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, it's just breaking away for the weekend is it's weird because I got I'd have to go stay there because if I wanted to drink a little, I'm not driving back home. Each oh, my night, gosh. So yeah. No why way. would you? No. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. But yeah, I was That's talking to him, cool. got to see his seminar. I think he was the last event they had. Everyone was like kind of checking out after that, going back home and whatnot. And I was talking to some of the, the people there and they said they live in California, but overall it's cheaper. So Southern California, it's overall cheaper to come to the Arizona Tiki Oasis than it is to go to the one in San Diego. I'm like, wow. That's that tracks. California is like pretty expensive, which yeah. is why I don't live there any longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, yeah, it, that's actually 100% true is why I don't live there any longer is because of how expensive it is. Um, but no, this thing looks like an insane time. Like I'm, I'm just like all lost in the sauce <laughs> in their photo galleries and their website and whatnot. And it just looks like, uh, yeah, it just looks like the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life is, is this, 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 this convention. And see, um, that, that's me. What you're doing now is kind of like when I was like, I love that. I love the idea, the concept, all that stuff. But that's not how I live my life. You know, I don't walk around like I'm Skipper Corey when I'm wearing a, um, you know, Hawaiian shirts all day. There are people that, that do that. I just, I don't yeah. have, I don't have that for any one thing. Like I, I like bowling. I like Disneyland. Okay. I like podcasting. I, I just got my 3D printers. I'm all about that right now. I'm a yeah, father. that's rad. I have all these different things that I'm into, and it's like not never just one thing. So not one thing is like defines yeah. your entire personality. Mm-hmm. This episode, of the Parks Academy is brought to you by Neo Sabers. Neo Sabers make incredible handcrafted lightsabers that are perfect for any Star Wars fans. Check out these pros. They have strong metal built hilts, heavy grade polycarbonate blades. Technical perfection, clarity of light and sound, perfect for cosplaying, the best option for a saber collection, and they can be totally customized how you want. Check this out. Uh, Neo Sabers is different from all of their sales because they focus on providing high-quality NeoPixel lightsabers that would qualify for either cosplay purposes or even light dueling. Their sabers price, uh, they say their sabers are priced low and can be guaranteed that their sabers are affordable and totally worth the purchase. You can check out their collection on their website at neosabers.com and check out their various features uh, of their NeoPixel lightsabers. Guys, I have my very own NeoPixel saber, um, and, and NeoSabers does it right. I have the Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker saber, and it is incredible. 
If I want it to be green and kind of act like it is from the movie, I can totally do that. Or if I'm looking to kind of customize it, have it be, you know, a Sith Saber, or maybe, you know, give it a little bit of a different Jedi look with purple, blue, yellow, you name it. I can do all of that. My favorite thing about it, though, is that there's an app that you can use. And with that app, you can customize like how it responds to different attacks. You can set it up to where it has like force lightning, where it has a drag motion. You can you can use like all kinds of different colors to change it however you want to right within this app. Um, and then there's also customized controls within the blade itself. So you can like press the button a couple different times to um, change the color, to change the sound or the volume or whatever you want to do. I really cannot speak more highly of Neo Sabers and uh, how much we are so happy to be sponsored uh, by them and partnered with them. If you want to buy something from Neo Sabers, jump on their website and use the code TPA10 at checkout. This is going to guarantee you 10% off your purchase. And right now they are running some incredible sales. So go ahead and check out neosabers.com and get your NeoPixel Neo Sabers lightsaber today. And now back to the show. Are you into um are you into sports at all? Yeah, yeah. Um basketball, baseball. So are you all, so all. I'm assuming you're a you're a Diamondbacks fan? I am. Yep. How are you holding up? <laughs> How are you holding up? You okay? So here's why I'm really okay is yeah. uh, we have a championship. And I'm, I'm weird about that. Like the Phoenix Suns yeah. don't have one. Mm-hmm. And when they went to the finals, I was devastated when they got out. Yeah. Cuz they don't have a championship. It's almost like are we ever going to get one? Yeah. Whereas the D-backs do have one. Yep. And it's in my lifetime. Well, the team was established in my lifetime. So it was 2001 was when right. they got it. Uh, yep. They got it in 01. Yep. Yeah. And um, I do have a, one of my good, you know, one of my good friends who lives in Texas. He's a Rangers fan. So it's yeah. it a weird, bittersweet thing. I didn't want to lose, of course, but no, of course not. They, now they have one and it's, you know, he it was, was almost like they were the least offensive team to lose to. Right. We, we should have been there in the first place. We're on borrowed time the whole time, but you know, yeah. we just, you know, I'm just glad that the Astros and the Dodgers. Sorry if, you're, if you're a fan of one of those teams, but um, that didn't yeah. that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but like right above my head here, I have a uh, an etch wine bottle, and it has the San Francisco Giants logo on it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and so the reason I even asked about sports to begin with um, is because I have one of the giveaways this year at the uh, the Giant San Francisco Giants game was a um. The announcers, Mike Kruko and, and Dwayne Kuyper, um, was their tiki mugs. Yep. And uh, they, you like could go and either get one or the other. And so I, I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to, to go to that game. So I just ended up buying both on eBay. And they're oh, okay. very proudly sitting in my basement with all my other like <laughs> sports memorabilia stuff. Um, they're like, I have to get those. Like, I cannot pass up getting tiki mugs of baseball announcers. That's just like the coolest thing in the world. Right. Yep. My co-host of the All Aboard, big, big Giants fan. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he went to that game. I definitely saw that all over, you know, okay. Instagram, the tiki yeah. and, the, and the announcer. Yeah. I think that would have been awesome to get that. Yeah. I also got their Hawaiian shirt. They did a Hawaiian shirt um, giveaway, too. And the um, shirt was actually designed by Jared Mariama who we hope we interviewed him on the podcast uh, about a year ago. He's a Disney artist um, and he um, he lives in Southern California, but he, um, he he does like all the Disney baby books. So, you know, all those really cutesy kind of like Disney art. He does all of that kind of stuff. And, and you'd, you'd recognize it if you saw it for sure. But okay. um, anyway, he, he, he designed 
I got wind that he designed some shirts, some Hawaiian shirts for a giveaway. And so I messaged him. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go get these like right now. I'm, I know I'm in Baltimore, but I'm going to get it on eBay and I'm going to make sure that I have your stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really fun. Like I, I'm not going to wear it every day, of course. Um, but it's, it's pretty darn cool. So it was like Tiki mugs and Hawaiian shirts and like the exact same, uh, in the exact same series. I think it was cost me a lot of money for the time yeah. to like buy those things resale, but it was, it was worth it. Right. Yeah. No, those, those, some of those things. I used to do only bobbleheads, but I'm glad they're kind of getting away, not really away from it, but they're, they're adding more Expanding to it. into more stuff. Yeah. yeah. Bobbleheads are, I mean, I, I used to collect them. I used to go to all those, not, not all of them, but I used to like going to those. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I don't care about a bobblehead. <laughs> I kind of, I, yeah, I got into the depends. whole vinylmation thing. So I, I, those were, I was even selling some of my bobbleheads to get to those little Disney three inch vinylmations. Yeah. Those are the ones that were like all shaped like Mickey Mouse, but they were right. all different characters, right? Exactly. Yeah. They didn't, didn't hold it like the Disney pins, probably never going to go away. Whereas vinylmations kind of phased out, which I'm still really yeah. into them. It's just not a big thing like it, like it used to be. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember when those were out, I, they were always a little weird for me. I never bought yeah. any. I don't, um, <laughs> See my office yeah. at work. I'll have to probably send you a picture. I have tons of them, and people. <laughs> I actually bought a shelf for work for those things. Yeah. And people walk into my office like, "Why do you have so many of these?" I'm like, "I saw like going four, on in here. How did you have more at home? How many do you, um, you have in your in, in total? Maybe 120. So like, <laughs> there there are people that have like thousands of them. So I'm not yeah. like that crazy, but like yeah. I am. You know, when it, like I said, at work, I'm the the crazy Disney guy or whatever. Yeah, um, that's that's insane. But... <laughs> I mean, not insane, not not in a disparaging way. It's just as funny. Um, it's like people that like collect pop figures that like their entire walls are just like lined with pop figures. Like I have a I have a small handful of them, not as many. I'm, as a lot I'm the of same people, as but... you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mine are like Disney. I got some Mando ones. I got the Big Lebowski one. You know, just yeah, like I said, yeah, all yeah. different types. It's not just one right. genre, whatever you want to call it, one type. Right. I have like some a handful of Star Wars ones that I have because I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan, of course. Um, so I have them kind of like lining up on my on my bookshelf, like up on the ceiling there. Um, but it's like only it's not like all of them. Like I'm not a, I'm not a completist because if I if I would be, I'd be broke. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just collect ones that I really like and just kind of like leave them at that. But I'm uh, the same. Yep. Yeah, that's really cool. Do they have any like I'm assuming did Final Mission have like stuff for the rides like Jungle Cruise or those are my like that? the attraction series were my yeah. are my favorite ones. And I do have let's see, I have the elephant one for the jungle cruise. I have the skipper. Uh don't know if I have any more jungle cruise ones, but I have at least the two. Okay. Of the jungle cruise ones. I'm looking at them right now. These are pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah, the, the one with like the elephant, like shooting water up in the sky. That one, it's like green, mostly it's green, and it has the elephant like right in the yeah, middle of it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I got they're, that so, one. they're so weird. <laughs> they're just like, so if you look, weird. yeah, I can see it, I can see it in the reflection. I just, saw oh, it. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have like, I have to be like, yeah, I can, so yeah, I'm like <laughs> looking at them. It. I see the skipper with the glasses and stuff. Yeah, I have him, um, and then they even made pins out of them. That's great. That's, that's so funny. Um, I got a yeah. few pins as well at work. I like, like, I'm not big into pin trading but i'll do it with mm-hmm. the kids sometimes when we go to the parks yeah but i i did end up buying uh some jungle cruise uh, pins uh-huh. i just hang them be- beneath my uh i have a jungle cruise map on my wall i have a jungle cruise okay. poster Jeez. why the heck did cruise. even why on earth did i even ask you to talk about haunted mansion what, what's wrong what's because <laughs> it's halloween time you know it's i know it's past <laughs> it but still, I don't, I don't, right. that's what we do on the show well we'll talk about an attraction and then that'll lead to the other attractions all, and it's like, like kind of goes still, off to whatever it really does. And that's, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm fine that, with that. I'm so, so yeah, I'm super into that that kind of like a uh, little bit chaotic lifestyle. Yeah. Um, 
what is there anything else you collect while we're on the topic um now you know it's funny i'm going to start making my own like 3d stuff you brought up uh, the funko pops i yeah. have three tombstone ones because i'm i'm from you know arizona and i love the movie i've seen it a million times i have three okay. different i have three of the doc holidays oh just him specifically from tombstone three different versions of him mm-hmm. and i just <laughs> i just Carry on, made, i'm into it i just made myself a back to the future clock which i'll i'll send you an image of it it's yeah for it sure. came out so awesome on, on the 3d printer but I need room for it at my office because yeah. it's 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 full. <laughs> so I'm going to make three Funko Pop ho- a wall holder. You put them on the wall and you put your Funko mm. Pops in there. So I'll put those on the wall, my tombstone mm-hmm. ones, just so that I have room for my Back to the Future clock on that's my desk. Super fun. So, that's so funny. <laughs> so this 3D printer is going to come in hand. I mean, it's my new hobby. You know, it's once it, if it works right for you, then it's it's fun. You can just like, oh, I can make this. I can make that. And um, yeah, because, yeah, of course. Speaking of sports, a buddy of mine at work is a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Okay. He's like, hey, if I buy the filament for you, will you just make me that and you just keep the rest of it? And he, he bought me the red filament. So okay. I'm going to make him that and then I get to keep the, the spool and make whatever I want after that. I was like, hey, cool, man. I'll do that for you. That's a good, that's a good get. That's a good yeah. situation for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's super so. cool. Um, I started going through. So when the Disney, the Disney World 50th anniversary, you know, rolled around. Um, it was right before my daughter was born. And so we like, it was around the time that McDonald's put out those, the 50th toys that they had, like little backdrops and stuff. And so we just kind of went on a mission to just like straight up get all of them. I think I'm missing like one or two, but we were just like, we're just going to get all of them and just go yeah. for it, you know? So we ended up like my parents were getting them, like my in-laws were getting them, my wife and I were getting them. And we wouldn't like, just like go get a Happy Meal. We'd like just go in and be like, what do you have? And you can buy them for like a dollar fifty or whatever, just get the toy. Um, so we were doing that and we ended up collecting almost all of them. And my daughter, like she has like a big bucket full of them. I think there might've even just been 50 toys, frankly, but, uh, she had a big bucket full of them. And she like every day, she like, will pull them out and dump them on the floor and play with them. And she, like, actually today she, I took her out, like me, she and my son on a drive. Cause I needed to like get them to sleep for the love of God. I needed to get them to yeah. sleep. <laughs> and, um, she was like, she like dumped out her box and asked if she could take one of the toys with her. So she still plays with them. It was, it was definitely a good, good investment on that point. Um, but they have these new ones, the hundred years of magic McDonald's toys. And they have like, I think 65 of them or something like that. And they're all like Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and star Wars characters. Um, but the problem is that they are actually, um, <laughs> the problem is that they're like blind boxes. Mm-hmm. And so I got like four of them today. I spent like, I don't know, like six bucks and about four different toys, um, which would have been, you know, eight in total. And like three of four of them were exactly the same. Oh, no. So <laughs> I was kind of annoyed that they were blind boxes, you know? Um, yeah, that was kind of a that was kind of a shame that that was the case. But uh, it's still kind of fun to like go out and try to like collect things and try to like, you know, just, just try to snag certain things or whatever. And that's how the vinyl mations were for a while, like at the parks. It's like you go to this box, you knew you were going to get at least one of the 12 per category, whatever they want to call it, per series, I should say. Yeah. And sometimes you would get duplicates and you're like, oh, now I got to trade somebody that's or sell right. this one. You know, <laughs> I got a project. It took me like four or five tries to get my uh, Tower of Terror one. But I finally okay. got it, you know, but I got some duplicates on the way. And yeah, of course. You could do trading and stuff. So it's you, you should never have a duplicate. <clears throat> unless you like some people who have like these expensive ones that are duplicate that are worth something but i don't mind i have all of mine are all different mine are not 
any more duplicates anyway. Do you like keep them in the box? Are you like a purist about it or do you take them out and like look at them? I take them out and I, I, I everything. The only one I have in the box as far as items like that is mm-hmm. my big Lebowski Funko Pop. And the only reason why is because the backdrop of that case, it's a, it's a different kind of case too. It's not the, the normal what you'd get them. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only reason why I keep him in the case. Other than that, I, I take everything out. I want to be able to touch it. If you Is know. it the one with him with like the sunglasses on? Yeah, he's got the sunglasses. There's and it that... like reflects the rug, that whole, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's cool. A little drink in his hand. Yeah, a little white yeah. Russian just doing yeah. it up. That's yep. super funny. And I actually yep. bought this Big Lebowski kit years ago, and it came with the mug. It came with the rug. It came with a dude patch. Um, <laughs> what else did it come with? Uh, the little certificate they had on the wall in the Big Lebowski's office. So all these different things. And I was able to put the rug underneath that that display yeah. and the mug next to it. So it's like a little thing now. It's like a little and, Lebowski shrine or something. Exactly. Like exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's super funny. One of my um one of my friends is a gosh. Um I don't remember what the what it's called. It's kind of like a joke religion. I think it's called like Judaism or something. Mm. Um and he's like an ordained minister for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's Judaism. Um, and he is an ordained, uh, yeah, he's an ordained minister and, uh, and their slogan is just take it easy, mankind. <laughs> um, and it's like, come and join the slowest grilling religion in the world. Judaism, an ancient philosophy that preaches none preaching is practice as little as possible. And above all, uh, I lost my train of thought there. That's literally what it says. <laughs> um, so it's really, really funny. Um, the website's so crude. It looks like a nineties website, but, um, I'll have to check that out. That's freaking funny. Yeah. And the dude like literally told me. Um, cause he has like, he has like, I was hanging out with him and he showed me like on his computer, it has like the little fish, you know, like that old, like fish logo or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. And it says Dudaism in it or Dudism or whatever. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Dudaism, Dudaism, whatever. And, uh, it has sunglasses on. I'm like, can you please explain to me what on earth is going on there? And like, I've, I've watched the big Lebowski probably 60, 70 times. Like it's one yeah, of my yeah. favorite films. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like showed me a picture of a certificate, you know, certification of ordination, um, the church of the latter day dude. And I'm like, wow, that's insane. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to do that, you know, you could definitely become an ordained minister with them um, funny, for, the, yeah. for the price of $35. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny whenever i go out i'll order a, a white russian at places yeah. like why do you like those so much I'm like a they're good and b i'm like the dude man yeah do you know anything about the coen brothers <laughs> <laughs> that's my drink um, yeah, yeah it's funny that's so uh, freaking funny i sent you yeah. a picture just now of that of that clock that i like i literally just finished it today oh cool 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 yeah. let me see let me pull that up why is my wi-fi being slow um Oh, rad. Yeah, that's cool. And you have like the uh, little mug next to it. Yeah, I made that with a sublimation. I made that a couple years ago, even. And I just, I wanted to, I sent it to some friends, like just for sizing purposes. Like, Wait, the what, mug? how big this thing? I made that mug too. Yeah. Oh, how did you with make it? Sublimation. So it's a, it's, it's probably what you normally would buy at a store. So it's like a, it's a, a process that turns the, this, that ink into like a gas that just like burns it onto the mug or any item you want that is actually sublimated. Okay. Um, so that, that one I made um, with the, with the uh, flux capacitor being the negative yeah. space. Yeah. I don't know if you can see this. I know this is bad podcasting, but I have a tattoo here. I have the flux capacitor on my tattoo. Okay. So you're um, like really like deep <clears throat> into uh I'm 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 actually taking this photo. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put as many of these photos as I can in show notes. <laughs> so you're like really deep in Back to the Future. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
That's super cool. Like That's there was funny. this quiz I was doing one night and mm-hmm. I did not know I wasn't the one reading the quiz. So it was my wife reading it to me. And I did not know that there were multiple choice. <laughs> I was just answering, answering, answering until one of them. I was like, Oh man, I'm not really sure. And she's like, well, it's multiple choice. I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Give that to me. <laughs> and of course I didn't get any of them wrong, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's a good film. My, um, I, it was kind of one that I sort of came late to the party to. I don't know why I just never really like of all the Robert Zemeckis films, I was more like a, you know, I well. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was like the film that from him that I love the most. And like, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I wasn't like a total cinephile. Like I didn't know his entire filmography when I was, you know, watching these films, but um, yeah, yeah. I was always like leaned way more toward like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit aspect of his films. Um, but no, I mean, they're, they're really, you know, Back to the Future 1, 2 and 3, I think are equally kind of kind of good in their own right. It's funny um, you mentioned that because I, I would say out of all the trivia that I've ever read on IMDb, who Framed Roger Rabbit has the best. If you read the trivia on it, it's yeah. like some of the greatest stuff that you, you're going to read. And one of them was uh, um, Bob Hoskins' son. I don't know if you know okay. about this. He was mad at him for about two weeks after he'd seen the movie. Okay. And finally, Bob Hoskins asked him, why are you so, what is happening? What did I do to you? He says, you got a chance to meet Mickey Mouse and you didn't introduce me. <laughs> uh, All right. I, was, or he, I don't know if it was Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny or whatever. If it was both. Either way, he, he got a chance to meet these these characters mm-hmm. and didn't introduce his son to them wow, <laughs> so like, wow. son sounds, sounds <laughs> kind of dumb yeah he was probably a kid i don't know it was in yeah the yeah now, so. i don't know i'm just joking i actually think about back to the future too once a day like i'm not yeah. joking that that movie pops into my head once a day because um i i think like how much better my life would be if i had that sports almanac book that biff has um you can buy you know, it I like what's up. You can actually buy it on Amazon. I, that I doesn't, one on mean, Amazon. that doesn't do me any good. I want one. That's I know. Like I know. 50 years in the future. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, I'll, I'll make like little sports bets here and there. Like I'm not. I'm not a gambler at all. But like I'll throw like a dollar or something like that, and, and like do these <laughs> huge, you know, odds like three thousand plus odds or whatever, seventy five hundred or something like that to try to like put a dollar down and make two hundred dollars. Yep. Um, and I like talk to my you know friend of mine, and I'll be like, man, if I just you know if I just had that book, man, I would I'd be I'd be set for life. Set. Exactly. I wouldn't become like a big bad, you know, but I would just sort of, you know, just <laughs> have a trick up my sleeve all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm the fun. same way. I'm the same way. I And obviously, I mean, with this tattoo and I have this train set over here too. You can't see it in the video here. Um, I'm going to add some back to the future stuff to this train set. That's another one of my hobbies. I have so many things. Yeah, um, no, I'm into it. It's, <laughs> this is fun, man. I, I Yeah, it's cool. And I didn't realize how much into trains I was until I started thinking about it. I got my show. There's Back to the Future. There's a yeah. train in Tombstone. So I'll say that there's a couple of pivotal scenes that deal with trains. Uh-huh. Um, and then what's going to sound funny is this train set that I have here. I had it in my closet for about two years. It's one of those Lionel old old train sets that I got from my aunt and uncle. And one day, my one of my kids was like, hey, can we play with that train? It's just in the closet doing nothing. I'm like, eh, fine, we'll break it out. And so from that stemmed me to buy a bunch of tracks, a bunch of um, 3D printed items and just just grass, all this stuff that I built for this train. And then that led me to buy my 3D printer so I can make my own stuff instead of having to keep buying it. So one right, little right. interaction with my son one morning led to all these different things. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, there's a, there's a theme, right? So you've got like, you know, 
the train back to the future, especially with the third one. There's a train's kind of an integral part of that. Exactly. Um, Robert Zemeckis, the polar express, yep. uh, all aboard podcast, the train in yep. Disney. Um, yeah, exactly. it's like a real through line there, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just like digging and digging and kind of finding out like you know, what the actual motivation is. And it's trains the whole time. Trains the whole time. Oh yeah. That's freaking awesome. That's super cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's great, man. So, uh, do you guys have your, I, we may have talked about this, but do you guys have your next uh, Disney trip planned out yet or? In, it's like in the early stages, we're going to buy the tickets uh, soon, go probably January or February, February. Mm. Um, and then like I said, do one day of Disney and then try to do one day of like Legoland because we've never been there. The kids want to go. Okay. Um, I'm not really a big fan of Lego. So if you want to say there's one hobby that I don't have, it's Lego. Yeah. I don't, I don't have like the interest, but my kids love them. Yeah. And so does my wife. So of course. Oh, I'm all in to go to go there. Yeah, I have like this whole thing about Legos. So I think Legos are fun and I like them, but I don't want them. So (laughs) like I want to build them. But once they're built, I don't want them anymore. Like I just want it to go away. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm trying to figure out I've looked into it and there's a website that does it. And I I think it's like a really interesting concept. And I think that the overhead and and the margins are awful. But I think that if you can like come up with some kind of a way to have a really solid system for like renting Legos, that'd be amazing. Right. So like you have like you know the eight hundred and fifty dollar Millennium Falcon set, and you can rent it for like fifty bucks, or you can rent it for like forty dollars. Have it shipped to your house. You can build it. You know, do whatever you want to do with it, and then send it back when you're done. There's got to be a way to do that that like allows for all the pieces to stay where they need to stay and go back to where they need to go to, or like you can send it back, and then it's someone's job who should frankly be getting paid a million dollars to like <laughs> take it apart and put all the pieces in the right spot. Um, but that just seems like my dream situation is to be able to rent Legos because I want them. Yeah, yeah. I want to build them, but I don't want to. I don't want to be responsible for them afterward. Right. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. You gotta like get the get the glue and make, hold them together, yeah, or, or like, they're gonna oh, break. It's like now, now what do I do with it? Like yeah. I, I made a comment one year about how it was Christmas morning a couple of years ago, and I made a comment about man, you know, if I just had Legos right now, I'd be pretty happy. Um, and I'm like a full, you know, full grown man saying this, and, you know, I'm just, but I'm just thinking like, wouldn't it be nice to just sit on the ground and just build something real quick. So the next year I get like a small, like one of those small like boxes of something. And uh, I think, you know, my in-laws or someone got it for me and it was great. I was really excited. It was, it was cool. Um, this was like maybe three years ago or two years ago or whatever. And I build it and I'm like, okay, now, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to make sure all the pieces stay in the proper spaces and I can't like I don't have like a collection, so I can't like take it apart and put it somewhere. Like it's just useless to me now. <laughs> so yeah, I think for me it's more the I don't have a. I'm not a master builder, so it's like I, I try to even if I follow the directions, it's like this piece goes here and in this order, okay. and it'll still yeah. fall apart. And I got halfway through, not even halfway, maybe a quarter way through this like Moana set for with my daughter. Yeah. I was like, I can't even so. <laughs> And that was that was not long ago. And of course, yeah. I've stepped on uh, a million too many. So yeah. it's uh, there's, there's that as well. <laughs> yeah, I have like this weird OCD kind of kind of mentality where I just if it's not all perfect, if it's not all like put together right and and organized the proper way then I just have all this just horrendous anxiety of. Yeah. OK, well, you know, great. <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? Um, yeah. So I, I've yet to find someone who actually has like 
a Lego rental service, but I think like yeah. I mean, there's like some websites like Linda Brick, but they're all really, really bad websites. So I feel like if someone could crack that code, it would be a really lucrative opportunity and a really interesting idea. Yeah, there you go. That's for you. I know. I mean, someone's <laughs> going to, now that I've like put it out in the world, someone's going to steal oh, yeah. it, but uh, you know, it still seems like it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go patent the idea. So you just I make know, the money, TM. but they, they do it. Yeah. TM, TM, TM. Yeah. Um, well, that's super cool, man. Well, listen, um, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if there's much more to say about like the haunted mansion. I feel like that we really kind of went in the direction of, of yeah, TV, you know, Cruise, which is fine. <laughs> um, I'm all for that, but um, it, it, is there anything else like going on, you know, kind of in your world? Well, I know you obviously have this new, um, you know, the, the, this new beyond the railroad show that you're doing. Um, is there anything beyond that, that you like wanted to talk about or bring up or throw out there or anything like that? Well, that was it. Just the new show, the new, new podcast battle. Hope everyone comes back for that. I'm like, just keep, keep it in March. Be I'll be the back. host of it. And just, we'll yeah, any, anyone yeah. Yeah, come back and all right. Yeah. That'll be fun. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked about it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to be back on there and, and see if we can maybe make it to the finals this time around. Right. Ah, oh, man, we were so yeah. close. We were <laughs> so close. Yeah. There's some that were so close that were just off by one. I'm like, you win by one. That's how it is. Not like a percentage or anything. It's 149 votes to 148. It's like, yeah, you made it to the second round. It's, That's just the way it goes. Yeah. You know, you're going to win by two or anything like that. So yeah, I'm just, just by one. That's all you need. Yep. Um, well, listen, man, thank you so much for, for coming on. Um, we've been kind of going for a little bit now. And oh, I know for sure. Yeah, no problem. For everybody, <laughs> but uh, um, I just want to say thank you. And uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun having you on. Um, you too, man. Be sure to promote your stuff. I'll link you up in the show notes. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again. For sure, man. Hey, have a good night, man. Thank you. Well, I just want to say thank you again to everyone for listening to the show. And we also want to uh, just say if you are a fan of the show, um, giving us a kind review or rating on Apple podcast or wherever you hear your podcast would really certainly go a long way for us. And we would uh, definitely appreciate that. Thank you also to our sponsors, NeoSaber and Deep Cut for supporting the show and uh, being such fantastic sponsors. You can check out their website and get 10% off your first order using the code TPA10 at checkout. Again, just go ahead and check out those websites in the show notes. You can hop on over there with 10% off using the code TPA10 at checkout. We're going to be actually taking the entire month of December off of the show for a little bit of family time and rest and just relaxing, and we'll be right back to it in January. Paige, of course, is going to be back for us uh, with us then, and uh, we, we really look forward to kind of starting the year fresh and, and having some, we have some new ideas, some new takes, some new things we want to pull together for the show, so um, we really you know are, are excited about that and are super excited about the community we've built here and, and everything that's come with that. Uh, thank you again so much for listening and uh, we'll be back next week with another great guest and more fun information and uh, another great episode i hope until then we will catch you next time <laughs>